said, child, I know you're sorry for all that you have done. Just preach to me, for I am the one. I am the Good morning and welcome to the Bethel Baptist Bible Devotion Time. This is Pastor Donnie Shumate of the Bethel Baptist Church here in North Wilkesboro, North Carolina. I want to welcome you today. Thank you for taking time uh, to be with us this morning and we thank God for His Word. And with that said, if you have a copy of God's Word nearby, I want to encourage you this morning to take your Bible and let's open it together to the Gospel of John. We're going to be looking in verse number 2 of John 15 this morning. We've entitled our study, A Journey Through John. And again, what a great journey it has been thus far, and we're not nearly done. We have quite a ways to go yet in our study, but I thank God for His Word. We're going to be looking and again examining this verse, verse number 2 of chapter 15. And can I say to you and I, as we are thinking of this, Jesus was, was making his way towards the cross. The steps of Christ, I believe, were ordered, and they were ordered by God, and God ordained them from the, before the foundation of the world. And I believe that every step that Jesus took in this walk of life was leading him to this great fulfillment of Scripture. And we know that. And as we're looking here, we are thinking about Jesus leaving with his men, leaving out of that room where they had the Last Supper. And now they're heading towards the Garden of Gethsemane. I can almost imagine in my mind the scene as I see the Lord walking there through the streets of Jerusalem and going through the city gate <clears throat> outside the walls and maybe across the Kidron Valley there and crossing the brook and then heading to the Garden of Gethsemane. And as he's walking, he is teaching, he is speaking, and he is saying things from his heart, but he's also speaking to you and I today. And as we look at this, I can, I can almost hear the Lord saying to his disciples and to us, I am the true vine. My father is the husband. And we looked at that a little bit yesterday. And then we, our day before, uh, the last uh, couple of times back, we looked at that thought. But as we looked yesterday in verse number two, Jesus said these words, every branch in me. And he was speaking or referring to our position in him. And I'm glad today to report to you that if you're in Christ, you're a new creature. And I'm glad if you're in Christ, there is no condemnation. I'm glad that I know that I've been saved. Now listen carefully. This, these verses that are following in verse 2 
and down through several verses later, there is some very, very serious things that we as God's people need to take note of and pay attention to. And today we're going to deal with one of these very, very serious things. And the Bible gives us a lot of encouragement, but it also gives us warnings as well. And it is my job, if I rightly divide the word, I must give you the full counsel of the word of God and not sugarcoat things. And I, I hope and pray that, that I'll be able to rightly divide the truth that is found here in these verses. But we looked yesterday at Jesus speaking of our position. Today, I want you to notice that Jesus is speaking of a parting of the unfruitful branch. If you'll notice in your Bible, in verse number two, let's read a portion of that verse. Jesus said, Every branch in me that beareth not fruit, he taketh away. Now, that is an interesting, interesting statement that the Lord made. And let me say this right up front. I believe in eternal security. I believe once a person is saved, that they are always saved. They are saved for eternity. And if you accept Christ, and if you are saved and you know it, you are saved. Your sin debt has been paid. He, Jesus said, and I give unto them eternal life. So, so we know that eternal life is just that. It is everlasting life. John 10, 27, Jesus said, My sheep hear my voice, and I know them, and they follow me. And I give unto them eternal life, and they shall never perish, neither shall any man pluck them out of my hand. Oh, listen, and then he goes on to say, My Father which gave them me is greater than all, and no man is able to pluck them out of my Father's hand. And then he said this, I and my Father are one. And that's, that's John 10, 30. So we know and we believe that, that when we're saved, we're saved from that point on forever. Jesus said, Every branch in me that beareth not fruit, he taketh away. Now can I say this? Jesus is not teaching that a saved believer may lose his salvation by this statement. I don't think that at all. Jesus calls you and I to consider the importance of bearing fruit in our life. And, and we may look at that and look at, at what the fruit is in another study that is to come. And uh, But as I look at this, he's illustrating actually the importance of, of, of he's speaking of the unfruitful branch that is going to be pruned by the husbandman. Now we know the husbandman is God the Father. The real question is today, what or who is the unfruitful branch? And there are many people in the hour in which we live who seemingly was a part of of the family of God. They had made professions of faith. They had, maybe they had sung in a choir. Maybe they had, uh, they, but they have removed themselves from the faith altogether. How can this be? And to remain in Christ, yet to be removed from the faith. It does not. 
make sense. And Jesus is addressing this. And I believe there's actually two possibilities, and I believe both of them could be what Jesus is speaking of. First of all, there are those who are pretenders. The other, uh, and then the other is a person who is who has really been saved, but yet goes back to the world. Today, I want to look at the thought of being a pretender. I read recently of a former Christian pastor, quote-unquote, who is now an atheist. Now, that is, uh, that's an oxymoron. I don't understand that. I cannot fathom the death of that. How can you go from being a a, a Christian pastor to an atheist. I, I cannot fathom the depth of that. What happened? And what happens in people's lives that bring them to leave the faith altogether? Well, they make a profession, and many people do. They may be baptized. They may join a local church, and you should be a part of a local church if you're saved. They, they may look like the other branches. They may be faithful for a time, and then they may even greatly become greatly involved in the church. They may do that. This branch that Jesus is speaking of looks just much like the other branches. It's hard to, it's hard to distinguish uh, them from the other branches. The branch seems to be in the vine. But there is something amiss within the branch. And it's not the vine's fault, but it is a fault in that branch. And it's going to be evident, and we'll see it in just a moment. It is connected to the vine, but for only for what it can get itself rather than bearing precious fruit. And, and that is what a vine is supposed to do. It's the purpose of the vine is to bring forth fruit. Jesus is speaking, I believe, <clears throat> once one way of looking at this is he's speaking of those who are pretenders of the faith rather than a possessor of real faith. In Matthew chapter number 7, verse number 15, I found the answer to that pastor who's now an atheist. Uh, who was a former pastor who's now an atheist, I found the answer to why that is in Matthew 7, 15. The Bible says, Beware of false prophets which come to you in sheep's clothing, but inwardly they are ravaging wolves. Ye shall know them, listen carefully, by their fruits. Do men gather grapes of thorns or figs or thistles? Every even so, every good tree bringeth forth good fruit, but a corrupt tree bringeth forth evil fruit. Uh, verse 18 of Matthew 7, A good tree cannot bring forth evil fruit, neither can a corrupt tree bring forth good fruit. Every tree that bringeth not forth good fruit is hewn down and cast into the fire. Wherefore, by their fruits ye shall know them. And this is some verses in our Bible to help us to understand what is being taught here in verse number 2 of John 15. And there is an answer, uh, and, and it leaves us just amazed when people 
are involved in the church and maybe make a profession. They testify. Maybe they sing in the choir. Maybe they, they live the faith for a while in their life and, and they, pro they profess Christ, but then they turn from Christ and they go away altogether from the faith. In 1 John chapter number 2 and verse 19, John gives us the answer that we're looking for about people who are pretenders. They went out from us, but they were not of us. For if they had been of us, they would have no doubt continued with us. But they went out that they might be made manifest that they were not all of us. In other words, John said, you know what? They, they were with us, but they really wasn't with us. And, uh, and then the, if they had been with us, no doubt they would have continued. But because that they really weren't of us, they went out to be revealed that they weren't a part of us at all. Understand that. There are people, and it leaves us confused when people do this, when they leave the faith altogether and they go a different route. And they profess at one time. But they're, my friends, it could be nothing but being a pretender. These branches were never really saved. They only pretended for a while. A classic illustration of this is found in the life of Judas Iscariot. He looked like the others following Jesus. He also found a position to serve. And oftentimes they look and want and desire a position. He fooled the disciples, but he never fooled the Lord Jesus. Now, listen carefully. I pray our lives are more than just being connected to the faith. The, those branches that did not bear, bear fruit were connected, but, and, and they were just there to get what they could get for themselves, and they did not have any fruit, and that's the difference. I'm thankful for conversion, and tomorrow we're going to look at the other group of the unfaithful or the unfruitful branch. I hope and pray that you'll stick with us through this meteor section, and it is a little bit more heavier doctrine than what we have been looking at, but it's truth that we need today. May God bless you today. I hope you have a great day. Lord willing, we'll be back in the morning at 8.30 a.m. for another Bethel Baptist Bible devotion. Until then, Pastor Donnie, bidding you a great day. God bless you. done just free